I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. The first edition, 2022, of the MMA analysis. Lance isn't here because he's boycotting the card, um, but actually he had a, a flare-up of the old AIDS. You, you know how Lance gets with his health sometimes, so all this COVID being in the air is uh, is not good for him. But that's all right. We got the rest of the crew here. Sean, New Year, same UFC. H- how about you? Is it New Year, New You, or New Year's same me? No. It's the same me. It's the same me from a, a year and a half ago and two years ago. <laughs> feels like feels like we're standing like stay, standing in like just time is standing still, but it's also just absolutely ripping because it there's just months go by and I'm like, what the fuck? How is this? Yeah, happening? Wes has like a, a four year old kid now, I think. <laughs> Like, fuck he wishes. Like, I'm sure he wishes, wishes he was four years old. He, he's dude's growing. Like a dude's already in like almost a year old clothes. He's fucking sick. He's almost six months. He's in almost twelve month clothes. Like the dude's gonna be. He's gonna be a hoss, man. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to keep the 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 pistol nice and clean when he gets older, because <laughs> I'm probably not gonna be able to handle him once he gets uh, a little too old. Dad ain't getting feeding his, that boy. Dad ain't getting his ass whooped. I tell you that much. Wes gonna need a second job for to feed Dude, that boy. All, already, man. Like so, he you give him the formula, so he eats eats like six eight ounces of fucking that shit. That shit is forty a can. You do three cans of that a month, so there's hundred twenty. Plus he does uh, two to three jars of the baby food now. That's a day. That's a dollar a pop. So you're looking at three, four bucks a day times the month. You're looking at that. Then you got we got to put oatmeal in his formula. That shit's like six dollars a thing. He goes to a couple of those a get month. The, the organic steel cut oats, of course. Well, yeah, we buy all the organic shit for him. I'm at least gonna not fucking melt his brain before he even oh. goes. But Tur- turns out kids uh, are a bit of a money pit. Well, and then like <laughs> that's just food. Then it's six, seven diapers a day. Then his clothes, dude, literally, like I said, he's in almost like 12-month-old 12 12 month clothes. The clothes last maybe a month, bro. Like all the clothes you buy, about a month. They're done. It would have been cheaper for you to get uh, <laughs> scammed on some NFTs than have yep. a kid. Jeez. At least I would have had a funny little picture to look at for a bit, you know. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Good, well, good. you've been but staying would, busy over the holidays, we know. I'm with Sean. I'm with Sean. Like, time seems like it's standing still, and it's, like, rolling past. Because, like, we still live in just the dumbest of, of times. Just the dumbest. We certainly do. Living in a time where Chase Sherman and Jake Collier can be a co-main event. What a card. What, what a comeback. After, what a comeback. After card. a four-week break. <laughs> the UFC four weeks <laughs> off this is the best they could fucking give us gotta love it 
Yeah, I, I get what we deserve. We at least got we at least got uh, some Kobe Orhe announced, and I'm I'm probably gonna go to that card and be surrounded by the the chuddest of, the chuddest of chuds. You know, <laughs> like it, it should be a good time. Like Jorge and Kobe fighting to see who replaces Eric as as Donnie's least favorite son. You know, like that was, that was a good tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be a good time. We we'll probably go go to go see a little Kobe Jorge. Is so is that a fight since we don't have a recap to do, we'll we'll bullshit a little bit at the start here. Is is that a fight you care about? Not anymore. Not really. <laughs> and and I mean, I guess the, the fight's okay, but it's we know what's gonna happen, right? Like yeah. we, we pretty much all know what's gonna happen there. This isn't like Jorge Ben Askren shit. Like it, that's not gonna happen. Um but this fight was probably a whole lot hotter when uh, probably Jorge coming right off of some before he gets knocked out by Usman. Like he probably should have been fighting Kobe, you know, after that, that's when it was probably at its, at its best, I guess. That's fair. yeah. I mean, I, I'm uh, always tough for me to judge on, uh, on Jorge fights because I still see him as the same bum that was in strike force forever ago. <laughs> I just, I just felt like he lost a lot of steam. Um, we talked about of, it. We, yeah, lost, we talked we, about we it. We talked about it. He did some stupid shit, and then the whole rushing a fight with Usman and just absolutely removing uh, any doubt that he could do something special. Like, I don't know. He uh, he fucked around, and, and I feel like his uh, his brand Found paid out. for it. Yeah, also that. Um, going going for like, it. It's still a good fight. Like, I mean, Colby's still the second yeah. best welterweight in the world and i mean it, it there seems to be some blood bad blood i don't know how much of it is real some of it might be um it's it's something it's a good it's a decent fight it's yeah. i don't think it's a main event but this is 2022 yeah, we've seen well it's also we've seen some bad pay-per-view main events back in the day too <laughs> it's re- it's replacing a couple fights that were main events on their own that both kind of fell off of that card too. So if, if somehow they make Diaz versus Poirier, that's, that's I mean, a decent I'm, card then. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely at that fight card. Like, yeah, that, that'd be so fun. If, if some, you, like I'm giving the UFC too much credit, I don't think that's going to happen, but if, if they did pull that off and made those two five rounders, that would, uh, that's a pretty solid card with no belt on in it. Right. Over under one and a half Diaz fights this year, Sean. Uh, it, does it have to be in the UFC? <laughs> no, because I think he fights twice, but I only think he fights in the UFC once. <laughs> Fair, all right. Yeah, hyper. I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that Lance is actually going to miss a Bontaron Bontaron yeah. fight. Like, yeah, we needed that. The the we vids got him down. If if he's not going to show up for a Bontaron <laughs> fight card. How are you going to miss the Bayou bad boy? Rogerio Bontaron. <laughs> the, the Bayou bad boy. He's the, but they don't have a Bayou the, down in Brazil? <laughs> he's the, yeah, he's the Vanderlei Silva. <laughs> the Bayou guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Anything? Tote Master. Yeah. There we go. Uh, eight. Eight. Annual Toutmaster is happening. We started this shit back in 2015. 
Uh, we've we've crowned some absolute mooks as champions. We've One mook still got the belt. <laughs> we we've crowned some pretty cool people as champions this year. This is a warning to all other competitors. <laughs> I'm actually going to put my picks in this year. We so should have a side bet. <laughs> we we need to have a pool a just bet? based on who 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 thinks that Brad will actually put in a pick for every card this year cuz I think the the favorite is is a no and and we should we might have might be able to collect some money on uh on on that bet. There is there I, is no way Brad makes every single card. There's no way. None. Saeed bet? No, because then you'll do it out. You'll just do it out of spite. I, I would need you to get like really, really yeah. drunk one Saturday afternoon and like do a lot of day drinking and and forget. It, that's not the one that's going to trip me up. It'll be like the the twelve a.m. or yeah. the twelve p.m. Saturday start. I'll roll out of bed and take Turk for a walk and turn on my phone and the fights will have already started and I'll be fucked. But I I couldn't bet on myself. I'm not. Pete Rose out here, but uh, that's uh, I feel like there's money to be made somewhere for someone doing that. But, anyways, Toutmaster, if you guys are interested, if you don't know what Toutmaster is, uh, I assume that everyone listening probably does. But Toutmaster is a year long pick 'em competition. Uh, you pick the, the winner of every fight in the UFC over the entire year, winner is worth one point. A dog is worth whatever their odds are. So like plus 150 is 1.5 points. At the end of the year, whoever has the most points wins. And they win. It's been upwards of a couple grand. I think last year was 1700 for first place. Uh, so we get a, a decent little pool going. 50 bucks to enter for the year. Uh, message the MMA Analysis Twitter account or put your name in the, the chats or, or something, uh, get a hold of us. We can send you an email with all the details. But as I said, eighth year we've been doing this. Uh, we've had over 100 people in the competition uh, a few times. We're trying to get back up to those numbers, uh, a little bit lower than that right now, but everyone always does it at the last minute. Uh, Try shout outs to, to... <laughs> <laughs> we can say that, but like even I do it at the last minute. <laughs> so yeah. I'm as bad as everyone else. Uh, shout outs to Jerry, rest in peace, uh, for for running Toutmaster and Gamble Master for all of the previous years. Unfortunately, no Gamble Master this year, but uh, maybe if we start to to build the brand back up, we can uh, we can pay Jerry or something to to run Gamble Master into twenty twenty three. Anything that I missed that you guys want to add there? Nope. Uh... How how far from the bottom do you think you landed last year, Brad? Based on what you how far along you remember putting in picks? Um, thirtieth from the bottom. Well, there was so there was eighty five people. You think you were were pretty close there? Sure, why not? You were eighty first. Damn, <laughs> I was close. I'm pretty yeah. sure you lasted only a couple. Couple. That's why the uh, 
the uh, the odds are, are skewing towards you uh, missing at least one card this year. So, well, <laughs> by the time I missed a couple cards, we were making a joke about it because yes. I was still beating Lance. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then I missed a couple more cards, and by that point, there was there is no coming back. So, that's word fair. to the wise: if you miss cards, you're gonna have some trouble winning some money. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think we might have seen it once or yeah. twice, where a couple people that missed a card still ended up placing. But uh, yeah, even if they would have just flipped the coin, they they would have got more money. Yes. So yeah. there's a, a Google Doc where you put in your picks. Um, the The lines are based, or the odds are based on whatever five dimes is at a, a certain snapshot in time. Obviously, we can't keep it open too close to the the fights. Um, for those changing odds, and it wouldn't be fair. So everyone's got to use the same lines. I don't know when exactly we capture them. Like so, uh, it's it'll be whenever the um, the sheets get unlocked. So basically, um, depending, it's it's bad these so days because so your... many fights get canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we're we're trying to we're trying to go a little bit later in the week so that some you know fights don't get swapped out but and shit like that give but people time to yeah so uh i think usually it'll be thursday thursday night now um, are you gonna stay up on changing fights more than jeremy did like adding fights that get added like on say a friday so stuff? it's it's whatever is when we send out the the sheets or unlock the sheets which is going to be a thursday or Thursday night or something like that. So as long as whatever fights are set at that point, wherever they're that have odds, that that's going to be what it, it is. So right. if there's if if, you're, if we're switching fight day or on the Friday, then there's not really much we can do about that. Yeah, we so. we can't wait till Fridays to send out sheets, man. Like we we got to yeah. give people a couple days, few days to yep get those picks. We do it on Friday. There will be a lot of people like me missing yeah. picks. Yeah. I don't. So, I, we would have a lot less players because I think people would know themselves enough that I'm going to miss picks. Why even? Why even play yeah. this? You know. Yeah. Yep. I'm set. I'm going to set the alert on my phone right now for Thursdays at 10 p.m. to put in my master picks. I think for I'm weekly. sending out the the sheets for whoever has paid uh, tonight. And then, of course, there's going to be late entries this week. Um, So I'll try to get them uh, up for whoever hasn't paid already. Um, I think we're at Friday night. uh, Yeah, right now I think we have about 45. Um, So I'm sure we'll get it up to about 60, 65, 70. Uh, There's always lots of people that decide right at the end. It's a good prize. uh, Yeah, it's decent, man. So. so there you yeah. have it folks Toutmaster lives on the the Toutmaster de, as it were uh, I think that might actually be a Twitter account that Jeremy made after we gave away the original Toutmaster account uh, anyways sign up for that it'll be a good time moving on to this week we have a UFC card fight night Qatar against Giga, uh, we've got you know the the guy from Georgia against the guy from the other country in the Middle East. Just spells it wrong. That should be a good fight. I think we're down to what 
nine and a half fights on this card because we don't know if uh, if Algio and and Brito is is happening. So. Yeah, solid nine and a half right now. We we haven't weighed in yet, but we're we're at nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, we'll see. There there could still be some fun stuff. Uh, Wes is is definitely in his grow up room. My, it's been I, like I that thought it. For... Man, I thought it was fixed. Now it's going back and forth. Like it's turning. I, I don't know. I, I was going to look at my camera, but I forgot. to. It looks so. like over. Oh, there look, we go. It went back it's going in yet. and out now. Got to wiggle the cable. Are, is the, the weed on a cycle? Is this like yeah, I got, I got, weed? got the purple like just a little bit. I want to tease them. Just keep them teased <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so oh, 10 shit. fights that we're going to break down. Who knows if they'll all happen? Who knows if we'll even break them down? Uh, starting off, <laughs> featherweight division, we got the the boom and the croom, Brian Kelleher, Kevin Croom, Croom coming in on short notice, Kelleher moving up from 135, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, this, uh, this should be a, a scrambly good time, I think. Sean? Is that the first fight, or is the TJ Brown-Charles Rosa fight the first fight? Oh, I'm looking on topology... Where am I supposed to look? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it should be a fun fight. Um, Kroom is is usually in fun fights, even though he sometimes is getting his ass kicked. Um, it's it's a weird matchup. So, such late notice. Um, I'll I'll take Kelleher, but it's a pretty big number. Uh, on Kelleher, so um, I I would not bet that. That's for sure. Wesley, yeah these these do seem like the kind of guys that that Kelleher takes care of. Um, but you know I do agree that this should be a a pretty fun back and forth kind of everywhere type fight. And man, at that kind of price, I think Kelleher's definitely one of those guys where. You want him at even money or slight dog money, uh, being underlooked and stuff. And it seems like he's just, uh, man, he's a really big favorite in this fight. I don't think much of Kroon, but he, dude's tough. He, he he's gonna he's gonna bring a fight here. Um, I, I just I I got a bad feeling if you're laying that kind of of juice on on Boom in the in this spot. Um, I, I don't see any totals up yet. I don't think, not at least that I can see on um, best fight picks and stuff, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing what an over two and a half is here. Um, It's probably going to be too juice, but I think these guys probably just put on a a pretty pretty exciting fight um, for 15 minutes here. Probably goes to a decision. Just neither one of these guys. Maybe Boom catches a a guillotine or something. Maybe, who knows, but probably going to be no bet for me. I just can't lay that kind of juice on, on Kelleher. Yeah. I was kind of looking the other way um, at thinking that this might be an under just because Kelleher usually finishes guys um, or gets finished and Kroom isn't the most durable guy in the world either. So I think Kelleher is going to get it done, but he leaves himself open to some weird shit every once in a while. So hard to trust him. Um, don't really want to pay that price, but if you can get inside the distance at 
even money, which I doubt you can, given the, the money line. Uh, I, I wouldn't hate that, but it's hard to really say what you're doing in this fight when there's no real lines out. So we are moving on to, apparently, the first fight. Uh, that's why we nope. wanted to do that one. You first. were right, Brad. The the Drendline, Drendine uh, <laughs> has got your back. They Supposedly they switched it today, so topology trumps everybody. What that means. What, what's a Drendine? Is that one of those things that's... you kids do these days? <laughs> also i i missed a, a solid opportunity to make a, a joke about that fight and being like an old batman episode because one guy's nickname is boom and the other one's crash it's like when he's when he's punching the joker boom crash awesome. boom. yeah they should do some some graphics for for that fight um don't worry ufc i'm here for you next up another featherweight fight Another short notice fight. We got downtown TJ Brown uh, against Charles Rose. Charlie Rose. Charles Charlie Rosa. Rose. Still around. Still winning one, ain't, losing ain't, one. Ain't Charlie Rose the one of the old sexual predators at this point now? Oh, probably. I, I would think, assume so. I I'm, think sl- Charlie, I'm assuming yeah, that's in the old closet. I think he got me too. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure old Charlie Rose got me too. Surprising no one. Hey, I mean, Charlie if, Rose. If you ain't, if you ain't going full Matt Lauer and putting the fucking old button under the desk, I mean, are you really doing your your sexual? Wow. Um, it was the it's the eighth season of Toutmaster, and also eight women came forward and said that Charlie Rose sexually <laughs> harassed them. <laughs> Yeah, sounds about right. Things are clicking. Things are clicking. They're all lining up, baby. Big year. Uh, Yeah, this is another weird fight, obviously, with the the late notice. Um, When you look at the odds, that number does look big uh, beside Rosa. Um, It's just very concerning. His last three losses, he has been controlled over 10 minutes in each of the fights he lost. That's over two rounds of getting controlled on the on the ground in every one of his last three losses. Dude, he does have some good grappling, but guys have figured him out, it seems like. Um, I don't know what's going on with his black belt. Could he catch uh, him in something? It, it's possible. Man, it's just he looks lifeless on on the bottom uh, lately, and I would just hate to be you know praying that he's going to grab a sub when he's just getting he's just got his back flat on the ground and he's been laying there for eight minutes already. So I'll take Brown, but I don't think he's that special either. But man, Roses look bad in his last bunch of losses. Ooh, Wesley. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with all that, but I mean, it's not like Brown was looking great losing to Danny Chavez and shit. Like, I think Very a lot right. of a lot of this line is based on him beating Kamaka last time out, and Kamaka's okay, man. I think he, I think he got cut a. Little. I don't even think he won that fight. Yeah, yeah I, and he probably got cut a little too quick because um, because that kid's really young and stuff. So. Um, yeah, it's not like TJ Brown's got some some great performances either. Um, it, it'd still be hard to, to 
take a bet on uh, Rose after after watching him lately, man. But I still feel like this is going to go to the ground, and we do know that Rosa has somewhat of a chance uh, on the mat. So I want to see what a sub price looks like. That that's probably the only way that I can touch uh, Rosa at this point. Um, I mean, if it's up around plus four hundred or something like that, then I'll I'll probably take a small shot. Um, Rosa will probably be the first dog I take in Top Master though, because I, I don't I don't want to take a fave and a uh, guy like TJ Brown. You might as well take a shot and try to get you an extra point there, in my opinion. Um, yeah does does Charlie Rose have like top ten worst takedown defense ever? It's bad. It, it man, <laughs> it's fucking bad. It looked decent for like half a round last time. Like he stopped like a couple takedown attempts, and then when it went and bad, then my just, god, it just went long bad. enough, long enough for you to send a message. Yeah, like, yeah, baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Uh, and then awesome. what? <laughs> it yeah, went bad. Exactly. Yeah, it went bad quick. Um, <laughs> just looking back through some stuff, and even when he beat Sean Soriano by submission, he got taken down three times in that fight by Sean Soriano. So we noted elite we wrestler Sean Soriano. But we know the fight's gonna get it to where he needs to get it <laughs> to get that sub at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, man, this is this is tricky because TJ Brown just kept sticking his head in there for a guillotine against Jordan Griffin, and eventually Griffin took it. I could definitely see Rose doing the same thing. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to bet it. I might bet a prop, that, that sub prop, if it gets up around like 400 or something like that, so I might take a shot when that comes out, but... Nothing for me right now. Well, so uh, we will move on to the welterweight division where we've got the crusher. We've got the crusher crash and boom. What a what a violent card this should be, but probably won't be. Taking on Ramiz Brahimaj, who has a lot of subs and not much else, Sean. Yeah, that seemed that might be a problem for that guy. Um this becomes a very close fight if it's if it's on the feet, uh, which is interesting to say in a, a Court McGee fight. So that's kind of how you know uh, Brahimaj is is probably going to have some troubles. Um, the only guys that really have outgrappled Court McGee in the last five years are Sean Strickland and uh, Sean Brady. Like those guys are. <laughs> There was not an ounce of grappling in that fight, Brad, and I will still go to to my deathbed thinking that someone paid court not to shoot a takedown in that in that matchup. Um, so I, I I would be surprised if Brahimaj uh, is able to get McGee down uh, for any period of time, and then it's on the feet. It's a it's a shitty kickboxing fight, so it's probably what the odds say it is. It's a it's a coin flip. Um, I'll probably pick Court McGee, uh, as sad as that is. Wes? Yeah, there, there's absolutely no way I can pick or bet Court McGee at this point. Like, Come on. props to him, he did beat a bum-ass Claudio Silva. Like, that dude's a bum. 
Absolutely. That was bum. amazing. That was like, amazing. I had some of the worst uh, shit fight. I've ever seen in my life. That dude is a bum. Um, Court's just, he's done, man. I, you know, guess you know what you're going to get. He, he should be able to keep it up. He, he should have kind of that, that grappling and clinch uh, advantage on the feet. But, man, there's just no way. He's one shot away at any time of getting fucking rocked getting jumped on and choked like bro he hasn't been finished since 2016 by pontoon boat (laughs) how many times though has he been a zombie over the past three years though like it's coming it's the man is used to being a zombie that's why he's so good it's because early in his life he had to fend for himself while he was in that state of mind so he's he's that's in his element Uh, (laughs) did you know he used to be a drug addict no is that is that him Either him or Tim Kennedy. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Tim Kennedy sounds more like the drug addict, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't put any money on O'Broham, but if I, if I bet this fight, it's absolutely him or nothing, in my opinion. I just don't see, I, I I don't know. I've been wrong. I was really wrong about court in the last one, but. Like I said, Claudio Silva's a bum. I'll, I'll never touch that dude again. Um, I don't think you'll have the option. In yeah, the you won't have the option. Fight goes decision <laughs> minus one fifty. That's actually kind of low. I uh, I didn't really look at that. That uh, you would probably want court by decision over that though, wouldn't you? I mean, not. Yeah, I'd rather just not. Because <laughs> because like if if Rohan wins, it's probably that he does. You never know time. with Court McGee. Yeah, you, you never, never know. He Just he might be that don't, bad. Don't touch this fight. This is a bad. I'm <laughs> look my New Year's MMA betting. Mm-hmm. It's happening this year. I am I'm trimming the fat. I'm gonna see. Just how, like Brad is gonna enter picks in every single fucking I've, uh, I've, event this year. Wes is definitely gonna contain himself, contain his zeal when he is volume, uh, betting UFC been, fights. I've been a high volume MMA better for well over a decade. Like bet, just spray the board. I'm just gonna try to. I'm gonna try. I really am. Has a baby try. and he's just reformed. And and I'm gonna try and put my picks in every week. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of these things are going to happen. Let's, let's be real here. Oh, shit. Oh, glorious. Um, I don't know what to do about this fight because I think I, I've been on the right side of the last two Court McGee fights. Um, and I'm pretty sure that he is just about completely washed. Also, Sean, I was correct. Carlos Condit did outgrapple Court McGee. He had two seconds of control time to zero for Court. Easy money. Uh, it's the easiest yep. money I've ever made in my life. Fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> Court McGee got uh, grappled by <laughs> Carlos Condit. That that fight was fixed. You'll never That's the official me talking otherwise. point now. Um, oh. Yeah, I. Brahimaj does one thing really well. And if he's committed to doing that thing well, I think he wins this fight. Uh, I don't think that McGee's wrestling is that great, uh, especially at this age, that he can't keep that he can uh, keep it up on the feet. If Rahimaj is really going after the takedown on the feet, Court wins a shitty kickboxing bout. So I, I see why it's even money. Um, if I'm going to bet aside. I see some Brahimaj sub at like 
plus 400, plus 460 out there. It's literally the only way he's ever won a fight. So that seems like it might be worth a little poke, uh, even given the opponent is a historically durable guy. And historically durable guy. Just in case Bo's listening. Had to correct myself there. Uh, <laughs> next up, middleweight division. We have the first of two Contender Series favorites. We've got Ugly Joe Holmes. And, I mean, it's already a beta mentality right there. Taking on Jamie Pickett. Jamie Wilson and Pickett. He's uh, about as boring as some old music, but are we going to play him as a dog against a contender series guy, Sean? I don't know. I don't know if you should play him uh, pre-fight. I think this is more. I what I did last time. I like. I know he was a, a decent sized dog to Steripoli. I just waited to see the first round. Uh, after that, I kind of knew Pickett was good. Uh, obviously I got like minus 134 and he was almost, I think plus 200 to start the fight. So you're going to lose a lot, uh, there, but I don't know, man, he, he, that loss to the ninja is just, uh, it, it's always got to be in the back of your mind. Um, but I mean, his takedown defense is, is okay. And I think if it's on the feet, he can, he can do all right, but I, I would still rather, pay some juice after seeing him uh, do okay in the first round uh, than try to bet him pre-fight. Wesley? Yeah, that's that's probably a good way to go. Uh, we know Pickett, if he's if he's gonna gonna probably lose this fight, he's gonna get smoked early. Like, it's, it's happened to him a, a couple times, but I don't know. I, I kind of think he could weather anything that gets, gets thrown at him. I, I don't think too highly uh, of this dude. Like he's got a bunch of knockouts against a bunch of marginal fighters. It's a, absolutely be the best guy he's ever fought. Um, I just think Pickett is just weathering that early power, man. And um, he can take over uh, another fight, just kind of how he did last time out. Um, I mean, some of these contender series guys we've seen over the past couple of years just aren't the same, man. Like the competition level on that show's gone way down. Um, I think Pickett's, a, you know, just he, he's an okay fighter uh, going against just a, a a very unproven dude. So, yeah, Sean, it's probably the way to go, man. In, in case you, he does get you know clocked and and knocked out, like tapping, um, you save you a little money, but. I'll probably go ahead and just take a small sprint on him as a dog here. I, I I think the line's just completely flipped. I think he should probably be a small favorite in this spot. So I uh, see some value there, and I, I think you uh, just got to take it. So I'm going to take a small shot on Pickett. I, I think that's fair. Um, <clears throat> I, I remember watching Holmes on Contender Series, and he's been on LFA and stuff before that uh, in fights that I did not watch. Um, but he didn't impress me. It looked like he's good once he gets to a guy's back, but he has no way of getting the fight to the guy's back unless the guy gives it up to him and no skills to do it. So it's very strange. He just sort of falls in that position sometimes, and then from there he's good. I think Pickett's good enough to, to stop that from happening, but 
as Sean said, we we've seen him go out uh, in some some dubious ways before. So really hard guy to trust. I lean Pickett, not playing it yet, but uh, it's probably the the next bet on the board for me that I haven't made as of yet. Moving on to the featherweight division. This was the half when we talked about nine and a half fights earlier because Yo Anderson Brito, Burrito. maybe he, he, he drank some water out of the wrong Brito filter. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got himself some COVID. Uh, he's taking on Bill Algio Crumpler. Great tight end. Sean, what do we got here? Fun fight if it happens. Yeah, it, sh- it should be fun. I, I think... Bill Aljo is is he makes fun fights. Um, yes, he can be taken down as we've seen, but uh, he's okay at scrambling, um, and he just throws a shit ton of volume. So usually the fights that he's in are, are going to be high paced and are, are going to be fun. I think this is an okay matchup for him if it does happen. Obviously, um, you got the bricked up grappler. Um, Aljo seems pretty damn tough. I think he can kind of weather the storm. Uh, hopefully, make the guy work a bit for his takedowns. He's gonna get them. Aljo just has to give up takedowns. That's just kind of the deal. Uh, just hopefully makes him work. Can uh, can get get up a couple times. Uh, test that gas tank, and then I think he can take over the fight in the second and third. So this is probably not a terrible fight to to live bet either, because I think uh, the Brazilian is gonna have a a pretty decent first round, but I uh, I wanted to get in pre pre fight as well, so I took uh, LJO at plus one twenty for a unit. Wes, yeah, uh, agree with a lot of that as well, and uh, I think um, I think we're gonna we're gonna see like one of those brick up Brazilian grapplers that they all they love the gas, they they just love it. LJO, we know what we're getting. That dude is coming forward. He's going to scramble. Uh, he's going to get taken down, like Sean said, but he'll scramble. He'll make him work. Um, and this dude is fucking jacked. He's a fucking, he's a Brazilian mountain yam eating motherfucker if you've ever seen one. And I think Al Joe can, can get him into deep water and can take over this fight late. I, I think it is a great live betting spot again. Like the last fight, um, I, I will just take that, that, um, little bit of dog money uh, pre-fight as well, though, because I think this is another one where the line is probably flipped. I think Aljo should be a small fave here. Uh, definitely the more proven guy. Uh, definitely um, more proven in fights. You know exactly what you're going to get, and I think that's a good way to win this fight for him. So I like Aljo here as a dog. Yeah, I'm on Aljo as well. Uh, took some of the the same plus 120 that Sean got. Uh, he's been in there against very good fighters thus far in his UFC career and been in some close fights, um, gives up a few too many takedowns to to truly be confident in him, especially against a, a guy in Brito who's going to be able to get him to the ground. But Algio is always good at trying to scramble up. And, and as both the guys said, keeping a, a big pace on his opponent, always moving forward. And, and I think as this fight goes Brito's takedowns are, are going to be pretty assertive early on, uh, but they're going to become more desperate as the fight goes on. And at some point, he's going to be a little bit more tired, 
probably not get one of those takedowns and, and Algeo might be able to get on top of him. And uh, that's, that's when it could really turn. But I like Algeo. I, I'm also taking a little shot on Algeo round three at, at plus 1800 because I could see him uh, tiring Brito out and, and getting that late stoppage. So yeah, I'll take um, some of that. I'm like a Billy here. <laughs> I'll take some of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh I could see it. There's another round prop that I like that we'll get to a little bit later. And I think those two together were like 113 to one. So teaser. Um, lightweight division. We got, we got the Harry Bush. Uh, Harry because his grandfather's name was Harry. Not Harry because he's making a dirty joke, guys. Okay? <laughs> Let's get that straight. He's a very adult human being who lives in his mom's basement and fights in the cage sometimes uh, and gets paid, you know, $2,000 to do it. He's taking on my boy, the Slava Cold Soup, Slava Borscht. He's, he's uh, a kickboxer. Put it or in the book. Put it in the book. 2022 <laughs> list right there. There you go. Starting it off strong. Um, Sean? This uh, very much wrestler versus grappler. What do we got here? Uh, I don't have much in the fight. Wrestler versus striker. Fine. Wrestler versus yeah. grappler. Uh, I, I don't have much on this fight. Wes, in, in LFA, did, did they announce his nickname? You're the one that would have watched LFA more than, uh, than all uh, of us. I, I they spoke. did. Uh, I, I could. I've, I've watched him fight multiple times down there, but probably had the audio on on something better. I smoke way too much pot to remember <laughs> that too. Um, yeah, the sad thing is the UFC takes itself too seriously, so they wouldn't uh, say his nickname, and and then they've got other fighters to change their nickname. It's it's they they're all about uh, uh, you know. We we don't contain fighters. They can say whatever they want unless they have a funny nickname. Then not allowed. Um, cold soup. Uh, is anybody into cold soup? I am not. Uh, it's, it sounds terrible. I'm not a borscht. It fan. is terrible. Yeah. Like it, that. Does that just go back to like they they couldn't afford to heat the water back probably. back then when yeah. like it's something that my grandparents used yeah. to to force upon me and they were old poor Ukrainians. So yep. Yeah. As for this fight, um. I, I have no idea. Hopefully the kickboxer knocks the hairy bush the fuck out, but who knows? I don't care. I'll, I'll pick the dog. Yeah, I, I really have no idea on this fight. Um, I'm going to take Cold Suit just because uh, that's, uh, that's a fantastic nickname at this point in time. I, I can't bet this. I, I just I got no read on this fight whatsoever. Yeah, I... I don't think that Harry Bush is bad. Uh, I prefer it trimmed up a little bit, personally. Uh, maybe shave, waxed, you know, nair. Landing, landing strip and most, just so you know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going with the, the soup man in this one. Um, I think it could be a little rough for him early because Bush is uh, a decent wrestler. So might see a takedown or two. Um, really don't know what uh, what Slava's grappling game is like. Um, so that's why I'm not betting this. Uh, but I, I think Bush will get tired later on in the fight. Most of his victories are pretty quick in the first round. I know his last fight was short notice, but we saw him gas out 
pretty badly in, in that one. Uh, so I, I think if that happens, that uh, the, the cold soup uh, takes over and, and that's all she wrote. Um, probably a, another knockout for him because he does seem to hit quite hard. Now we get into the good stuff. Jennifer Maya taking on Caitlin Mook again. Mook again. New year, new Mook. She's going for finishes this year, guys. No? New year, Mook. Okay. Go for it, Sean. The, the, the rematch that, that everybody wanted two years later. It was two so years people, ago. People keep saying that this is a rematch, and I do not believe it at all. I refuse to acknowledge that the first fight happened. I don't think it did. I've never seen it. Um, so, you know, going to the Joe Rogan school of thought, if I've never seen that and I'm not looking for it, (laughs) that is the, the number one question. Where, where are we seeing this written down that they did actually fight? That's what we should be Mm. questioning there. The sources though. Are are they legit sources? Who wrote it down? Who wrote it? That's more important. Can we trust that person? Mm? I'm just asking questions. They fought on the Diaz Masvidal card. Just no recollection. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I really don't care. Uh, Mook again. Mook again. The sad part is that she's actually better than most of this division, and she's still a Mook again. It's crazy. Um, she's she's probably gonna win a decision. Uh, if you really need money on some fights, that's probably not a bad bet. You know, I actually think that's a a good bet. Like, I hate to say it, like, this is a really shitty card, but we've seen this fight, and you're right, like, she's actually not, like, horrible in this, you know, relatively speaking to this division, like, what she does, she does well, man. She's going to do the same thing in this fight. Her bad decision is, is is a pretty good bet at plus money, man. I think it was last time it was plus 110 or even money. That's a good bet, man. I think she's absolutely gonna gonna win a decision here. The only way I think you're you're sweating that better is like if she does happen to get some kind of dumb rear naked choke as she's got her pushed up against the cage on her back, just throwing those little pity pat punches she's gonna be throwing. If Maya just says fuck it and gives up some kind of dumb choke, that's the only way you're really probably gonna be worried about that bet. So I'm probably gonna make that bet. Uh little mook again by decision. Yeah. I- I mean, we we make fun of her all the time, but I think we've all made quite a bit of money on the Mook again over the years. Um, she once against her wins. lately too. That on Josh fucking price was just yes, that was, that was incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think this fight is competitive. Um, I don't know what happened in the first fight. Uh, but if Maya can get a takedown or two here, I I think that could go well for her. Um, Mook's wrestling is probably a little bit better than it was when they fought the first time, if it was two years ago, because she seemed like at some point she made some improvements. But, man, I really – this is – Turk's going to get some exercise <laughs> on this one. I'll tell you that much. We need to make sure we're back for the next one because – Flyweight division. We got the raw dog 
Brandon Royval taking on Rogério Bonteron, the Bayou Badass. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, the Bone Tear. Peter Bate. <laughs> oh, this is going to, it should be a fun fight. Um, Bonterin is usually in fun fights. That was kind of a, a bit of a weird fight with Matt Schnell. Uh, I think Bonterin thought that he was going to grapple and then he just decided not to and it uh, turned into a bit of a weird fight. But um, Roy Val just forces uh, activity, scrambles, um, and wild on the feet. I, I think this is going to be a uh, exciting fight for however long it lasts. Um, Roy Val can be caught, but uh, I, I think in this in this uh, fight he will show that there is a bit of a skill gap here, um, and and he's just going to be able to take over and and put away Bonterin. Um I think he probably does it in the early in the second round. There, it could get a little scary because uh, Roy Val is a bit of a a shit eating wild man. So, um, I played Royval inside just for a unit at plus 120. Uh, I think that's a decent, uh, decent price based on what his money line is and just kind of how he fights. Uh, is it should be a fun one. I think he uh, gets a second round finish. Wesley, with the retirement of Daniel Cormier seven several years ago and Dubron taking care of, of Poirier's existence. Is, is Bonteron the, the best fighter from Louisiana? I mean, active, yeah, it's got to be like, I mean, <laughs> I, I might put, I might put, oh, who was it, uh, Tim, Tim Creter. Is that his name? Yeah. Tim, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the godfather of, uh, of New Orleans That's MMA. That's fair. Uh, That's a good one, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, this this fight is it, it should be nuts, man. Roy, Roy Val's just a wild man, and I think he's gonna bring that. Like Bone Turn's not like some boring fighter, but it's gonna Roy Val's gonna force him to to be in some shit here. Um, I mean, Roy Val, dude, his his past three fights, like this dude's fighting like the top of the division. I think probably the two best guy, well, two of the three best guys in his last two fights, and then. The guy who everybody now think is going to be be champ. I don't I don't know about that, but um, I mean he's fighting the the top five of the division his past few fights, and um, I don't know. I just think it might have been a little bit, you know, too soon. Um, um, like him his his fight against Moreno was just like man, he was just in. I think he wasn't the Moreno fight. Was that the fight he came in injured uh, before that? That he had some time off. Well, he, uh, he fucked up his shoulder in that fight, but I don't know. Like it was, he said, it was a recurring thing. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what I fight. Maybe that's what I was remember. There's kind of got that reoccurring thing. So, um, I guess that's always a kind of worry with Roy Val going forward too. But that's just the the name of the game. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like him in the spot too, man. I think he's gonna put Bone Turn in some spots and. Uh, you know, talking about that strength of schedule, I still think Roy Val's a really good fighter, man, and has the potential to be uh, to be very good. Um, those guys at the top of that division are just all kind of on that level, man. They're going to – like, I still kind of like Fig to maybe beat Moreno next time out. Like, I think those guys can beat each other. Um, 
And I think Roy Val's in that discussion. He's got those type of skills. I, I love Bone Turn. I think he's a fun fighter. Just I'm not sure he's as skilled as Roy Val at this point. You're going to like – I like the inside the distance as well on Roy Val. Um, it might get kind of sketchy, man. Roy Val's going to – he just – that's his kind. That's his style. So uh, you're going to be clinching a little bit. But I, I think he's he's a little bit more skilled than Bone Turn, and he's going to find a second or third round finish. I'm not even sure that Roy Val is that much more skilled than than Bonteron, um, but he definitely stays in a fight better uh, unless he pops his shoulder out or, or some weird shit, which is a possibility. Um, this one's tricky to me because Roy Val is going to come forward. We know that. He's going to throw all kinds of shit. We know that. I think that Bone Taren's going to get some uh, some pretty easy takedowns in the first round, and it's going to be a matter of can Roy Val threaten with submissions? Uh, does he lay on his back and go for submissions, or does he try and scramble back up? Because if he lays on his back and and tries submissions from there, I think that Bone Taren's good enough as a grappler that he can avoid that stuff and maybe not expend too much energy, um, you know, in, in those first, that first round or uh, the first half of the second round. But eventually I expect that, that Bone Terrence can start to get tired in this one. I mean, we saw what happened against Kai Kara France in, in his last one. And honestly, on the other side, we saw, to me, it, it looked like uh, Roy Val was, starting to have some real success uh, against Pantoja in, in that fight. And Pantoja was starting to fade uh, until he just managed to find Roy Val's back. So that, that's the other worry for me, worry for me in, uh, in betting uh, Roy Val here. So I'm definitely looking more towards the under in this one. Um, it's just, man, I can't take under one and a half at just plus 110 in a flyweight fight. Um, and then that under under two and a half is starting to to creep up a little bit. Although I think that uh, at minus one seventy, maybe I can throw that in a parlay um, because I'm thinking if there's going to be one bet on this fight that I make, it's probably going to be Roy Val round two. Uh, I saw that at plus five hundred, uh, and uh, it might be a little bit higher than that in some places. But I think that there's going to be a successful round one for Bone Terran. And then Roy Val's pace is going to start to get to him towards the end of the first round into the second round. So Roy Val finishes finishes him somehow in round two. I cash a ticket and we cash them under. And it should be a pretty awesome fight. What should not be a pretty awesome fight. Lies, Brad. by, By all traditional metrics is the next one but by t-shirt in the pool metrics this is who doesn't get too much better than this i mean after jake collier it's a pound for pounding like jake collier is pound (laughs) pounding after he beats chase sherman i he's gotta fight porky right (laughs) that's gotta be the fight um also, back when when Collier was at 185, we called them the prototype, right? So I think 205 Collier is the Play-Doh type. 
Because eh? he's fat. What's doughy? What's uh? What's heavyweight yeah. collier then? If the two hundred five <laughs> collier is. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I meant. This I thought we were going even collier. bigger. Yeah, I was like, holy <laughs> no, shit! No, no. What's heavyweight no. collier? <laughs> yeah. No, I I fucked it up. Uh, my bad. It's it's early. We're working out the kinks in twenty twenty two. But Sean, break this gem of a fight down. <sighs> this gem of a co-main event, uh, 2022, <laughs> baby. Starting off with a bang. Uh, yeah, these these guys are both very bad. Um, I know a couple of guys after me are gonna uh, are gonna drum up a, a fun way that this fight is gonna go. It, it, it probably it might go that way. Um, I think Sherman. He knows he's on the chopping block. I mean, he should have known last time he was on the chopping block, to be fair. Um, he's he's lost five of six. Uh, if he loses this fight... Coming event, baby. He's, yeah, coming event, he's lost five of six and will be cut with a loss. Um, that's, that's what we're dealing with. Um, I think he forces... I think he's going to come and, and bring some heat early. Uh, if Collier can take it, then I think Collier can take over, but... Him and he, I think he's gonna push it and and try to get uh, get Collier out of there in the first. So possibly some some Chase Sherman round one, you know, plus six fifty maybe, uh, maybe a sprinkle of inside the distance. Uh, I, I might just hate myself for betting this fight and and betting Chase Sherman sure. in twenty twenty two. That is definitely a possibility. But uh, just seeing Jake Collier as a favorite, it's still a little hard to to see uh i i know he's looked okay in his last two fights he probably should have won uh, last fight was pretty close i think he's just he had bad uh body language but uh he's still not good so well uh hopefully this is just all the the glory that is t-shirt in the pool <laughs> Wes, what do we got here oh it's it's glory it's a fucking celebration of t-shirt in the pool uh, the only the only bad thing, this fight's glorious. The only bad thing about this fight is we're not getting a fucking true one and a half because they know better. They absolutely know better. Sean's the only yeah. one that doesn't realize what's going to happen here. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Like, overs fucking juice is like, what, two and a half? And it's juice Two and a half fucking, minus 175. It's juice the fuck up. They know what's happening. Here. This is getting sloppy, baby. We're going get to a, get a slop fest here. Yeah, uh, Chase Sherman's going to go for it in the first round. And when he can't get fucking Jake out of there, it's slop fest time. And I think uh, Collier can can take over at that point. Um, I think he's going to win a shitty decision here. That's that's what happens in both his fights. That's what happens in Chase Sherman fights at this point, at this point in time. So um, I, I think uh, you, you just got to look at the situation, how you think it's going to play out and – like, I don't think Jake Collier's good. I don't think he should be a favorite to pretty much anybody. But the way I see this fight playing out is he's just got to weather Chase Sherman in the first round or so. And he's not good enough at this point to get Sherman out of there at any point after that. But he'll be able to take over and hold on to him and shit and win a shitty decision. So I think that's some plus money. And I am going to take a very small shot. Yeah, Collier isn't good enough to to get Sherman out of there, which, <clears throat> you know, that says quite a bit in its own right. But Sherman's not good enough to get Collier out of there as well. So I, I think when you factor those things in, um, 
you know, Sean and I were talking before the podcast, before the, the show, and I said that if Sherman wins, the only way is is round one. Because once this turns into a prolonged fight, Collier's definitely going to out-volume him. Now, old man Arlovsky out-volued him last fight, or not last fight, a couple fights ago, and, and the porker got him last fight, but, I mean, there's no shame in that. The porker just has endless cardio. That, that man is a, a marvel in round three, uh, just one of the, the seven wonders of humanity. But, yeah, Collier, I mean, I was all in against him in that first fight back in the UFC uh, against Aspinall, and, and that one worked out well. But honestly, he hasn't been completely embarrassing in his other two fights. Um, the the dude still got the same skills that he had when he was, you know, a middleweight prospect in the UFC half a decade ago. So he's just fat now. I mean, good for him. Live your life, man. Do do what makes you happy. Win me some money here, Jake Collier by decision. You got it. And main event time, featherweight division. We got the battle of. Can you consider Georgia the Middle East? Because it's one of those like the the old Soviet countries, but it's kind of like south and yeah, it's mid easty. The battle of the mid east. We got Georgia taking on Qatar, host of the World Cup. Are they still hosting it? Did they? Oh damn! They right. Yeah, I mean, they they, they killed. One? They killed enough people building those stadiums. They better host it at this. Yeah, point. they they fended off them war crimes to <laughs> to make to make yeah. some soccer matches. It's gonna happen. Yeah, no. beautiful. <laughs> Either way, there might be some war crimes in this fight. I don't know where that came from. Um, it should be a fun fight, though. <laughs> um, Giga uh, invented the liver kick, so he's got that going for him. Secret uh, weapon, but. Calvin Qatar is part of the uh, the Boston Tea Party, and we know that freedom beats everything. So Calvin Qatar should win this fight, right, Sean? Even viruses. <laughs> I I hope so. Um, I've lost a bunch of money uh, betting against Giga. I, I've bet on four of uh, four of his seven UFC fights, all against him, and they all lost, of course. Um, Cater's a guy that I've bet a, a decent amount, and it it hasn't really worked out the greatest. Uh, I, I bet him against uh, Zabit. That that was not. I mean, it, he was coming on in the third, but of course that's that's not good enough. Just uh, the wrong amount of rounds in that one. Yeah, unfortunately, three rounder. Um, and then I I I won some money when he uh, when he he beat Ige. And then I, I took the shot on him versus Holloway, and, and boy, was I the worst <laughs> wrong there. Um, so maybe I'm too high on, on Cater. Maybe I'm too low on Giga. I probably am. I, I still don't think Giga's that good. It boggles my mind that he has not fought a competent grappler, really, in in pretty much all of his uh, UFC career here. Um, and, and he's... That's, Damn close to a title he got shot. That's because he got outgrappled by Austin Springer on the Contender Series. <laughs> so. I know, but fuck, like I'm, I'm hoping that they'll give him a wrestler and then I can actually win some money. But uh, he just keeps on getting these strikers. So this is going to be a fun fight. Uh, I think 
I think Cater's kind of getting underrated here. I know he got mopped up by Holloway, but the dude is extremely skilled. Uh, he just beat Dan Ige, who's, who's a, a tough dude. Um, I just have never never been a believer of of, uh, of old Giga. Cater, uh, he has how many takedowns in his UFC career? He's got three. Nice. Does he have the chops to take down Giga? It's. I think it's possible. I don't yes. know if it happens. <laughs> I think he has obviously the the grappling advantage. Um, we'll see if he's able to to implement it, uh, even on the feet. I think this is a, a closer fight than what the odds say. I got plus two twenty five on Cater. That was dumb. Like this, even if you like Giga, this this should be closer to. Uh, I don't know him being like minus one fifty. I guess if if you if you think that think Kate, if you think that like there is some concerns on Cater. That was an absolute fucking beatdown by by Holloway that he took. Could that have changed him? I think you have to factor that in the line a bit. Um, but dude's dude's tough as nails. So uh, I think Gig is going to have to do something special to to get Cater out of there. And and if he doesn't, I I think five rounds kind of suits Cater as long as he's not going against Max Holloway. Um, so I, I think he will have success if, if he's able to to kind of grit out the the early storm by Giga. Um, so yeah, I got two units on him at plus two twenty five. Wesley. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Giga is priced like this too off of beating one good guy in his entire UFC career. And look, everything I'm gonna say, like, I've bet on Giga almost every single time out. I made a ton of money on this dude. Um, this price is just stupid. Like, even if you like Giga to win this fight, this price is stupid. I mean, a five-round fight, I know Cater's durable enough and can go those kind of rounds. Uh, he's going to – his volume's not going to slow down. Um, I think Giga's got to land some kind of crazy shit to get get him out of there. And I don't even know if he's got that, man. Like, I've seen – I've seen Cater just take some crazy shit. That dude is unbelievably durable. So um, I just mainly I think the the price is just off. If Giga was plus 225 here, that'd probably be the guy I had to take a shot on. Um, but it, it's flipped here. And I want minus 150. I, I think this should definitely be closer to a pick them, in my opinion. Um, I'm kind of horrible at judging lines like that usually, but this just doesn't feel like uh, a dude that like, take nothing from him, that was a really good win over Edson, but like, let's not lie to ourselves that like, Edson isn't like, not the same dude at this point, still a good win, but it's not beating the old Edson, and that's it. Like, who else is, is Giga really beaten in his UFC run? Uh, nobody at this level. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think that, um, I think that Cater's going to have way more volume. Um, he could take close rounds with that volume and he's just got to not get caught with something stupid. And, um, I think he might get, get him out of there later in the fight. Cause I think he's, this, this is going to be a little bit, um, faster paced fight than what Giga is usually used to. So. I like Cater here at that price, man. That's just kind of crazy to me. Uh, probably my favorite bet on on a pretty shitty card. 
Yeah, this one is uh, definitely closer than the line would indicate. Um, that that's crazy. Uh, Wes, you made a good point that if either guy was plus two twenty five or plus two hundred in this fight, you you have to take a shot at them. Uh, I think it's a, a somewhat competitive fight, regardless of who wins. Uh, I could see the the Giga win being a whole lot more sudden than the the Cater win. Um, and it's not even so much about the kick in this one. Um, I, I think that Cater's going to close the distance and, and probably take kicks out of this fight uh, for the most part. The the last pretty decent kicker that he faced um, where he didn't do that at all was Moicano, and he just got his legs kicked uh, all night and ended up losing a decision. Moicano is a very different kicker than, than Giga, so I don't foresee that happening but i've definitely underrated giga's athleticism um he's not a good athlete in the traditional sense but like his left straight and his kick are both very fast and they both get to the target and they both do a lot of damage so i'm kind of worried about that left straight as Qatar is trying to close the distance and get into that boxing range but once he's established in that range I don't see Giga having the ability to hang with him in prolonged exchanges in the pocket. Uh, Qatar is absolutely going to box him up. I mean, this is the same guy that a year ago people were saying was going to outbox Max Holloway. And he Next, was best boxing in the, in the UFC. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, yeah. he, he was uh, a plus 135 dog to, to Holloway when that fight closed. And now nice. he's plus, plus 225 two. <laughs> to this guy. Yeah. Like, I, something doesn't add up here. And I don't think it's that Qatar is completely shot because, yeah, he took a bunch of damage in that Holloway fight, but as much as he was never going to win the fight, he was never out of it. He, he, he was fighting the whole time. He was there the whole time. I don't think if the you know one of the top three featherweights of all time doesn't get you out of there, I, I don't think Giga is. Um, there's still that concern because I've said that about Giga and some other fights and he's gotten guys out of there very easily. Uh, so maybe it happens again and I'm wrong again and I lose some more money on Giga. But the MMA analysis consensus bet of the week is Calvin Cater. Uh, Sean and I got some some foreign exchange pricing on this one. We got some plus 225, but there's plus 200s out there and you got to take the shot on Calvin Cater, top five, bona fide top five featherweight who has fought top featherweights versus Giga, who has a win over Edson Barbosa. So that is the consensus bet of the week. Consensus did tremendous in 2021. Uh, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty good. at your own peril is, is all I'm going to say. And that's going to do it for the first MMA analysis of 2022. We appreciate you you guys all joining us. Uh, We did a little bit of a shorter show because of the no recap and shorter card this week. Remember to sign up for Toutmaster. Get in there. That's it.